This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is the besotted Pride of West London post-match Rotherham podcast. Um, we're back in, in the game. Three points for the beast. Um, we made a slightly hard work of it, though, didn't we? Yeah, we did. It was. Um, we probably played better in recent weeks and not got results. And we, you know, but there was. We created a few chances here and there. I think um, Rotherham had their moments. They were. I don't think they're a great team. I stand by that. Um, but we kind of ground out a result. The second half is a lot better than the first half. Whether or not he gave him a kick up the arse at half-time, I don't know. But we came out in the second half, and I thought that we managed to move the ball around a bit quicker. The midfield just didn't have the energy it does, though, when judges play, and we really missed that today. First half, I mean, we were pretty lucky that um, Rotherham didn't have their firing boots on, didn't, weren't we? Yeah, especially the, um, trying to think of the player, but the guy who's playing behind the front man, he had a great chance in the first half and completely fluffed his lines. Um, we could easily have gone in one or two down, to be honest. Not to say we weren't, you know, we did. We kept the ball, and I bet the, the stats would have said that we probably had 55, 60% of the possession, but we didn't carve anything out much in the first half. So, three points, we're climbing back up the table. We're fifth, we're still in the playoff spots. We're in the game. Yeah, I'm going to take that. I mean, I'm well happy with the, with the final result. Um, you're not going to be brilliant every week and when you grind out results when you're not that great I know everyone says this but you know you kind of think yeah that looks good that keeps us moving up the league Um, move on to next week So you were talking about a game of two halves was it? Definitely a game of two halves first half very nervous I think we didn't want to repeat the mistakes of the Ipswich game I think that when we play well we are almost unstoppable we should have beaten Brighton within about 25 minutes of the first half of the FA Cup game we should have been out of sight if we'd applied that game plan today the players were confident enough to apply that game plan again we would have beaten Rotherham and we would have been out of sight by half time we're too nervous so caution to the win today to think normally we go out there and just bang 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 but today we just thought we can't lose three points Exactly. I think we were more concerned about making mistakes in the middle of the park and at the back, and we were protecting ourselves from those silly mistakes. And that, unfortunately, meant that we weren't as creative or as positive as we have been. But interestingly, you say that we were making mistakes at the back quite a lot in the first half. 
So we were making lots of mistakes at the back. Probably. Yeah, I thought that the the back four were not as protected as they have been in the first half today. Normally, the back, well, the centre halves always have someone sitting in front of them. Douglas Tumani. Today, we didn't have that protection in the first half, and I thought they looked a little bit nervous. Button wasn't as confident and didn't control his area as well, I think, as he has done. And I think that he's not as quick. He needs to get the ball out quicker. Interesting. Today we had a full house, other than the Rotherham fans that didn't bother to turn up. But the atmosphere wasn't that great, was it? No, it's a fantastic atmosphere. Like We've been going to Brentford a couple of years now, and it's always been... When we were in League 2, it was hard to get a crowd. Like We used to go and used to be able to relax and... like put your legs out, arms out, but it's nice to see that people are starting to see us as a more serious club. A lot of people around here might see us as a second club, but I don't know, maybe this kind of winning streaks that we're getting like, in the past couple of months, getting a few good results, hopefully more people start coming to these games. So you thought the atmosphere was... I mean, it's interesting because I thought the atmosphere was a bit dull today. I don't know whether people were nervous or what the score... I thought whenever we have people come to Brentford for their first game, they don't really know how to how to push the team on we have a core fan base of four five maybe six thousand now that's growing but until they come every week they're not really sure how to get the team going in the same way as the people in the, in the Ealing Road stand maybe which is interesting because this is the theory Fulham you know when they expanded they went from being a size like us to being a Premier League team mm-hmm. brought in a lot of people and a lot of people used to say the atmosphere down at Fulham wasn't great because you used to get a lot of inverted commas part-timers coming in yeah. and watching the team rather than getting behind their team I'm just wondering if this is a bit of a kind of a flag for us to look at for, for when we move to Lionel Road that we need to make sure that we build our core audience as opposed to pulling in inverted commas part-timers the whole time oh definitely I think that what we need to do is if we're going to offer these kids and these families an opportunity to come and see Brentford it can't be a one-off they've got to come week in week out so that when we do grow and we do move to the new ground at Lionel Road they know that their job is to cheer that team on win, lose or draw in the sunshine, in the rain we have to be behind the team 100% and I think for them, they're learning, it's an education but we need them there every week not there just now and again we need to offer opportunities for them to be able to afford to come every week so they learn what it is to be a Brentford fan and how it is to cheer them on When the ball went in the back of the net as well relief was it? A lot of relief. A lot of relief. That whole game we should have, I don't know, should have been about 3-4-0 up at the first half. Like, we need to take a lot of these chances and it's sad to say, but I always feel like Gray was too offside, shall we say. It was, there was too many instances of it and it needs, to, it needs to knuckle down a bit more and get onside. I don't know, this is the simplest way. Or maybe there needs some support up there. Stop saying that. I mean, we've had three losses in a row, but we've won today. Do you think this has turned it all around? It's hard to say. I hope so. I hope maybe something's clicked now and we've got this streak back, but it's hard. It's hard. I think there needs to be more support up top and maybe some more strength in the centre-backs. That's all. So, um, there's a bit of psychology going on there, you said. Yeah, I reckon that's, uh, you know, three losses in a row was, was affecting them they were too nervous I think first half um, very patchy yeah very league almost league two style football I don't think we um, we, we were, look, were they were easily marking us out of the game um, I didn't think we were going to 
we were really struggling and a better side would have punished us I think but um, you know we came we got the break in the end and uh, the heads got lifted and we finished it off but uh, brilliant save by David Button though that, that was a real kind of game winning save um, it, it would have onwards and upwards I think I mean first half okay they had a couple of very good chances and I can't believe they didn't bury them yeah 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 shocking shocking really I don't know I mean that one it was, it was, it was completely clean on with about five yards and he just didn't put anything in it at all you know it just made it too easy for us but then the second half to be fair we upped our game a bit and we should have been clear yeah yeah our movement was better second half He'd obviously kind of worked on them. There was a break, I think, wasn't there, where they kind of got called off and they were talking tactics with him. And that they seemed to shift a little bit, shift the gear a little bit after that, I think. We got the goal. and Nice you know, goal, nice goal. Hunky-dory. And then, you know, we almost threw it away at the end and we were chatting on the terraces saying that if we'd let in a goal and it was but one all, that would seem like a loss this game because, oh, you know, definitely. after we let him off the hook early on, that was our game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that would have that would have been a big psychological blow to, to finish lose that early. Because when Smith came on, he was quite good at sort of finishing off the game properly. You know, keeping the ball, not not any silliness towards the end, which has been a mistake recently. And to, and to go away with a clean sheet after what was it, ten goals in three games, and some poor defending decisions being taken recently. Um, so, and some some mistakes by Dean, I think, as well. There's a couple of mistakes by Dean, I think, this game, which could have been could have been worse. Uh, on another day against another team, that would have been punished more heavily for. So yeah, happy happy days. <laughs> so you're feeling a little bit more comfortable now. Oh yes, I'm sitting in an easy chair here, drinking a pint in my Globe pub, thinking about Europe, well, in a couple of seasons. <laughs> <laughs> this Huddersfield team, they were sticking it up us, they were not great, not Huddersfield, Rotherham. <laughs> I, I'm still, that game that we lost against Huddersfield, I still can't... It still hurts. still hurts a bit. But this Rotherham team, they're they... They're cloggers, they're the same. Yeah. They just wear different masks. That's right. But these, uh, these Rotherham boys, they... <laughs> Yeah. We, we, they, did, they did stick it up us. They did. They stuck it right up us first off. And, and we, we managed to squeeze three points out of them, but bloody hell, it we was, made it hard work, didn't we? It was it was harder to squeeze three points out of them than it was to squeeze a sausage roll off Steve Evans, I'm telling you. It was um, it was really hard because first off, like I say, they were high up the pitch, really pressing. Derbyshire, if he'd been a bit more sharper, would have got a goal for him in the first half. But... I don't know, we held out, second half, we came out a given team. I don't know what the team talk was from Warburton, but much better, much better second half. And thank God Dallas scored. <laughs> we, 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 the, our game, I mean, midfield looked a bit sluggish first half we were talking about, wouldn't they? Yeah, I thought in the first half we were really missing Judge. Um, Pritchard ne- never really got into the game. Uh, I thought that Douglas was playing too deep. And then when you take that out, and Dave wasn't performing like he's been performing lately, so when you take them three out the middle, Dallas was okay first half, but I thought then in the second half they stepped up. Pritchard, suddenly, he sort of like came alight second half. Today, we had a sellout crowd almost, Yeah. except for the Rotherham fans. Of course, yeah. Atmosphere, I thought, was a little bit dull. Yeah, it was dull, but it, I think it was to be expected after you know the back of three losses. 
you know, this this crowd needs uh, you know needs wins to sort of like keep them going. It's, it's a shame, really, because we're doing so well. You know, fifth in the league this time of the season. We're in dreamland. People should start getting real, you know, reality check, really. So next week, it's going to be great because we're going out to Brighton. We've sold 2,300 tickets. We've already sold out. Rumour on the grapevine is we're going to get another 700 tickets, which means we might have 3,000 down at Brighton. New grounds, new bees. Away games, much better atmosphere normally, especially out of town, out of London. Yeah. This could be a biggie what for run. This one could turn our season around again, couldn't it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, that was a great thing to win today and then go on the back of that to Brighton because... They're, they're a good side, they're in form at the moment under uh, you know the new manager, uh, Chris Hewton. But, you know, it's one of them games, I think, that if we play a good style of football, we could actually turn them over in their, in their backyard because we'll have a good support there next week. It could be 3,000, like Billy says. And I tell you what, we can actually do this. You know, we can turn this around. We're a great football inside. And they, he's going to get them playing football, so it should be an entertaining match. This is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast. We're at back into the Huddersfield, the, the Rotherham game here. Oh, jeez, I've, I've got to get that game out of my mind. Back into the Huddersfield. Back into the Rotherham game and sipping our pints here in the, in the, in the globe. And listen, in our easy chairs. It's in our easy chairs. It's all good. Listen, you can check us out, besotted.co.uk, audio boom, besotted, or you can even check us out on YouTube. Is besotted 1992. This is going to be a good one. Tell you something as well. You've got to look forward to this Middlesbrough game. It's a 12-15 kickoff in a few weeks' time, but everyone's getting down the pubs early. I've just got to say this for now. All the Middlesbrough fans are going to be down there in massive numbers, but we need to be here too to ensure that we are going to be in full song by midday. But listen, this is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast. We got three points today. We're right up there in the playoffs. We're very happy. Come on, you bees. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.